All right, hello and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, there are a couple things that I just want to address really quick. <laughs> One of them is that I am in our new basement setup and there might be the occasional weird sound popping out just because the furnace is right off to the wall, like right like off to my right. So um, if you're watching the YouTube video of this podcast, then you will see that I'm like pointing at the wall, but the furnace is over there. So if it does turn on, then you'll probably hear this sound. Doesn't matter. Let's get into it. This episode, I actually want to share a story. I have been inspired by one of my good friends and mentors to just kind of open up and share some of like how I got here. And so that's exactly what I'm going to do. And So basically what wound up happening was early in January of 2023, I had really been feeling very defeated. I had been very just not too excited about where I was. I was about to go on a trip to the Bahamas. Penelope was six months old. And so I had to do a lot of, you know, like passport things. But that aside... I really was just not in a place of like pure happiness and so I was like oh well if I just keep building my business if I keep doing this if I keep trying then it'll all kind of work out and well there is something to be said about that but at the same time it's not always just about like pushing 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 there definitely has to be an alignment there. Um, At the time, I was going in the content and marketing direction, and not that I don't know about it, but I just really didn't have much experience in that world. I didn't really have a story. Like The story that kind of got me there was the fact that I was, you know, learning from a sales mentor, and I went viral on TikTok, and everybody kept asking me how I went viral on TikTok. It's not really like I have an experiential story. It's like I really don't have any proof or evidence to get me where, like to bring me to a point of authority. And so I was in this like content marketing world and then I was like, I just kept pushing it and it just, it didn't, I was so just not into it. Like, don't get me wrong, I know about content and I know that doing content and having videos and podcasts, like I understand the idea, I know how to get people's attention, I know how to share unpopular opinions, like I get it. But it just wasn't lighting me up. And so from January to March, I really tried. I gave it a good effort to create this content marketing business. And I still kept posting from March until May. But then in March, I wound up having my um, part-time crew coaching position come back up. And I just didn't have the time or the energy to be able to create content on TikTok like I knew that I had to if I wanted to see myself go places. So I just kind of like stopped putting the pedal to the metal. Like I stopped pushing on the gas. And in May, I just completely, forget it, I completely abandoned everything. And I was kind of just going in this coaching direction with crew and I had my job, my full-time job. And I really didn't have much else going on. But what I did have was this newfound sense of direction because of what did happen in March of 2023. And so that's really, this story is what I really want to share with you. And we're going to get really vulnerable. We're going to, you know, share some things that I don't, (laughs) I don't necessarily know how it's going to bode over, but 
it is for the best to kind of give you a little bit more context as to the whole financial journey and how I ended up where I am now and what kind of sparked that. And so March of 2023, I started looking at houses. I started looking at houses and condos. I moved in with my mom May of 2021. So I had been living with my mom for almost two whole years. And oh, I'm sorry. No, Mar- May of 2022. I had been living with my mom for almost one whole year. Sorry. I keep like Penelope's birth year. It always kind of like fucks me up because I was like super hormonal. Anyways, so I had been living with my mom at that point for almost a whole year. And so in March of 2023, I was like, I'm going to fucking move out of this house. I'm going to do it we're going to find a place to live. Like, I'm going to do it. We're going to move out and we're all going to be together. Keep in mind, March of 2023, Tommy and I were separated. Okay. That's another big thing going into this whole story. Tommy and I were not living together. He was not living with me at my mom's. He was living in a room with one of his friends. He was renting a room and it was hard. We were separated. Um, it was hard to talk about finances. It was hard to talk about business. It was hard to talk about our family. It was hard to get together. It was hard to do holidays. It was A lot of those things were hard. There were a lot of really hard things and difficult things going on in that time, in addition to the whole pressure and stress of the financial situation at hand. So March of 2023, I was like, no, this is happening. We're getting a place. I went and I looked at a couple of houses. I didn't really fall in love with them, but there was this one condo and it was a two bedroom condo. It's right on the lake where we were coaching crew. And I was like, oh my God this is it. It's a two bedroom condo. It's perfect. It's going to be a good starter to get a setup for whatever it is that's coming down the line. And so I looked at it. I was like, this is it. This is it. This is it. And I found a mortgage lender. I called the lender. I was in the car when I called the lender and we were talking about what my credit was and can they do a poll on my credit report, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave him authorization and they ran the numbers and they were like, well, listen, we ran your credit and we can't approve you for more than 150,000. And I just kind of like lost all hope. (laughs) I was like, so I can't get approved for anything more than $150,000 by myself is what you're telling me. They're like, yes. I was like, in what world am I going to be able to find some place to buy, to live? Because I'm in New Jersey and the average price of a house in the state of New Jersey, it's like $495,000. It's literally like a half a million dollars if you're going to find a house in the state of New Jersey. Okay. I was like, how in God's name, there's no property in New Jersey that's worth $150,000. They're like, you would have to find a co-signer if you want to get approved for a higher mortgage. And so... The mortgage for the condo was 269000 and so it was only like another $110,000. So I felt like it was really reasonable. I felt like it wasn't like I was asking to move into, a, you know, like a four-bedroom house, three-bathroom, whatever. Like it wasn't like I was asking to move into a $500,000 home. Like I was looking to purchase like a two-bedroom condo for $270,000 pretty much. And I went to my father. I turned to him, I said, Hey, would you be a co-signer? Because when my parents were younger, his grandmother was the co-signer for his first condo. So I was like, Hey, could you be a co-signer for the condo? And he was like, 
did you look at the condo? I was like, yeah. It's like, did you walk through it? Did you look at the water? Did you ask about the utilities? Did you ask about the electric? Did you ask about the gas? Did you ask about this? And like all this. And I was like, no, because <laughs> I was brand new to the market. I really didn't know what I was looking for or what to ask about. And so he's like, I want to go see it. Let's go see it together. I said, okay, fine. So we went to go see it. I got in touch with the realtor. We looked at the place and my father and I walked out and he said to me, I want to see your numbers. Like, I want to see your numbers. And I was like, okay. And because it was March of 2023, I had already had at least two months worth of a budget and numbers that I could present to him because I started budgeting and I started tracking my transactions in January of 2023. So again, fast forward to March. It is probably the end of March. So like I have three whole months of budgeting and transaction to be able to present to him. So I show him my numbers and I even show him my credit card debt tracker because I had it all on a spreadsheet. Well, I had it all on a spreadsheet. So I show him my numbers and my father looks at me and goes, you're not getting this house until those numbers get into a better place. And I was infuriated. I felt ashamed. I felt embarrassed. I was like, I have a child and I'm still living at home with my mom. I have to drive an hour and 20 minutes with traffic every day to work and an hour and 20 minutes back every day from work. It's literally such a waste of time. Two hours and 40 minutes sitting in traffic. Like I'm working my fucking tail off. I have a part-time crew coaching position in addition to a full-time job. I work on average three hours a day after work. So I'm working from like eight in the morning until six or seven o'clock at night. And I get one hour, if that, if I'm lucky to spend with Penelope. My mom's picking her up from daycare. She's running back and forth to pick up her, to pick up Penelope. It's extra gas that she's spending because the daycare is further from where my mom works. And it, it was starting to get to this point of being like, it. none of it made any sense. But we continued on. I coached for the spring season. I even coached over the summer so that I could help out one of the kids so that he could start learning how to skull and become better balanced on the water. And then I coached in the fall season. And in the fall, I saw a huge, drastic change. And like, don't get me wrong, I did see changes in my finances in the spring, but it wasn't nearly as drastic of a change as it was in the fall season. And when I saw what was happening to my debt over the course of the year, I was like, oh my God, like I've made a pretty significant step. Like I've, I've, I've done pretty well. And I wanted to like take that to my, to my father. But, um, what wound up happening was I wound up getting a really big bonus for the Christmas holiday season at work. And I kind of just like set that aside. I just kind of took the holiday season there in December to really just like look at what I've accomplished and to kind of like, I was just kind of like in shock. It was just kind of like numbers, right? Like to me, it didn't register that I could even take that and turn it into what I'm turning it into now, which is this massive debt payoff journey 
this like platform. This is like my, it's my proof. It's my proof to go in this direction. Um, I didn't even realize that, you know, accounting, I started taking an accounting class in um, October of 2023. And I took that class. I'm signed up for the spring semester. So I start in March of 2024 for my accounting two. And like, I didn't even think, like, it didn't even occur to me that in March, the day that my father kind of made me feel like I was the scum of the earth was the day that kind of changed everything. And I just, I sucked up so much shit and I just sat in the shit for a year and I just basically dug myself out of shit for a whole year. And I, I'm not debt free at the current point in time. I have like a little, after interest from last month, I have about $10,000 to go on credit cards, but that is such a significant change, such a drastic change from where I was at this point last year. Like at this point last year in January, I was like, well, fuck it. I might as well try. Like I might as well do something because anything is going to be better than what I was doing before. And it didn't really stick and it didn't really kind of register that this is going to be a good direction until my father was like, I need to see your numbers. And I was like, oh, well, I already have them. So it was kind of like easy, right? But at the same time, it was this massive shame-filled embarrassing event. But had that not happened, like had it gone any other way, I think the the result would have turned out very differently. If I wound up moving into that condo, I don't think that I would have made as much progress. I don't think that I would have this platform for a business that I feel really truly aligned in. Like I, I have been trying to build an online business for fucking years. Like I started in personal training. I went to notebook sales and note taking courses. I went into content marketing. Then I like had this huge defeatist year and then I didn't really know what to do. And I was like, in 2023, I was like, maybe I could still try content marketing and I tried it and like, it didn't go anywhere. And I just, I was like, you know what? I might as well just like put it on the back burner for a little while until I have proof and evidence of something. And, and uh, like, keep in mind, like I wasn't thinking in terms of anything, like everybody talks about passion, right? Like I wasn't thinking in terms of passion. I wasn't thinking in terms of like sharing a journey. All I was thinking about was just get myself out of this hole, get myself out of this feeling and then reassess at a later point in time, like at a future point in time. And that's exactly what I did. And I think it played out for the best, obviously. But at the same time, it it comes from such a hard place. Like nobody ever wants to talk about living with their parents. Nobody wants to talk about, you know, feeling like a fucking dunce, you know, like... Nobody wants to talk about these things. Nobody wants to bring light to them. And that's why I said it's going to be like a vulnerable story because people people think that you could just get whatever you want the like way that you're like, it's supposed to happen this way. Like I'm supposed to be able to do it by myself. Says who? Who said you were supposed to do it by yourself? Like who wrote that narrative? Who Who created that story? That's just what the media portrays. That doesn't mean that it's true. You don't know what people were actually going through. You don't know what people actually had to do. Not until they open up and tell you about it. And people are sitting here and they're like, 
oh, you're such a snob or you're so privileged or you're rubbing it into everyone's face. And that's not it. I had to make a lot of sacrifices. I didn't, my family wasn't together for the whole first year of my daughter's life. That's, that's hard. Do you know what it's like to like be a single mom with an infant and you have people who are there, but they're not actually physically there and they want to be there, but they can't be there. Like it's a difficult thing. And there were a lot of other circumstances that played into this whole situation and scenario. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't make it any easier. It doesn't make it any easier when you're not getting help from those people. It doesn't make it any easier when, you know, things are literally all on you all of the time. It doesn't make it any easier when you have hospital collections agencies down your throat. It doesn't make it easy. So I wanted to share that because we had a, uh, I had a friend share a vulnerable story earlier on this week and I felt like it was going to be a good pattern to start working on from this point going forward so thank you for tuning in thank you for listening and let me know if you have any takeaways from this episode what they are you could take a screenshot tag me on social media instagram youtube tiktok the things and until then i will talk to you soon